0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Got a, an email. This is from Dave says, good morning, Taz. I know that you've gone through it twice, but my wife is pregnant. We're expecting to have our kid in December. I saw this on Reddit. Want to know if you would give it the thumbs up or thumbs down. Now this is a picture of a guy eating a pizza In the delivery room while his wife is in the throes of labor (laughs) in the background.
0: Huh. How do you have an appetite? Is it normal?
1: Is it normal to post the picture on the internet? No. Maybe not the best idea, but is it normal to eat in the delivery room? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. (sighs) I brought snacks. You bring a bag, you bring snacks and... How can you eat? What do you mean, like, like when you're
0: watching what's happening? Like, I, you know, I've heard it. It's, it's, it's,
1: there's a lot of, eventually, you got to put the pizza down.
0: I (laughs) want to know where the pizza came from. Did you stop on the way to the hospital as she was going through labor (laughs) to get a hot and ready? It is called the delivery
1: room, after all. So (laughs) you would expect that they would bring the pizza to you right in there. I had a sub, I think. Where did you get the sub? From the the cafeteria? Yeah, in the hospital. They had a subway in the hospital. I eat a sub. No, it's a bigger room, so there's a couch off to the side. I wasn't like... (laughs) I wasn't... You know when you eat a sub in the car? I wasn't hanging over my wife with, like, shredded lettuce dripping onto her abdomen. Gotta clean up the mail. Yeah. Dripping sub sauce. You gotta do something. You're in there. We were in there for, like, seven or eight hours. Okay. Right? Hey, it's Taz and Jim. What's going on?
2: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. When I first was born... Um I brought a cooler with beer and, and a and a little ghetto blaster. <laughs> <laughs> what year was, was that? Uh 1999, St. Joe's Hamilton. And uh yeah, it was great. Well, we had the orientation first. And they actually said that, uh, you know, you can bring uh, snacks, drinks, whatever you want Beers you be there for a while. Well, I they didn't
1: beer. they I'm, didn't tell him not to bring beers. <laughs> they never said. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a
2: we we're, were in a in a room first and you know you're in that like a private room while you're in labor so to speak and uh, you know and she'd go for the all the walk and I'd help her and then we'd go back to the room and I'd yeah. have a beer and
1: <laughs> it's I'll a long process I, I think I think going. I watched two two movies on Netflix while my wife was in labor the first time
2: the uh, the only downside of that was when they asked me to cut the umbilical cord, I said uh, I ain't I ain't touching scissors right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, you had the pizza cutter, <laughs> little
2: little little the shaky at that cutter. point. So,
1: <laughs> excuse me, can I borrow that for a second? <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't even think about bringing beers. Now I, I, that I think takes it to the next level. That's pizzas yeah. here, and and beer is is one step well. up
2: you know then you just say honey just just take your time <laughs> you Shut don't tune. realize
1: though as a husband you don't realize how useless you are in that delivery room until you're in there and it's almost best that you're occupied and out of the way so that professionals can do their job right
2: and and i agree because uh, you know i mean it's such a traumatic experience for uh, for the woman i mean she said a lot of really Unusual things to me during, uh, you know, during the delivery and, uh, you know. You know,
0: like, why are you drunk? Please don't shock on that. You're, well,
2: you're, you're not, you're not the doctor. And you're Put the level funnel level, like away.
1: <laughs> and one of our listeners was, was curious. He, he wanted to know about um, labor etiquette for the guy. Saw a picture on Reddit Dude eating a pizza while his wife was pushing in the delivery room in the background. (laughs) Pizza looked good, too. Some jalapenos
0: on there. The the caption, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno.
1: (laughs) And uh, I have been through it twice. I brought food into the, the delivery room. I went and got a sub. When my second child was born right afterwards, uh, mummy and baby were both sleeping. I went for some ribs over at Montana's. <laughs> <laughs> no you didn't. Dad did. Dad, yes I did. I didn't I ate them there. I didn't bring them back to the hospital. <laughs> but dads are pretty much useless in the whole thing. Like women no question, women are the stars of that show and they're doing all of the work, and... You're doing great, honey. You're doing great. It's almost better to, uh... to get out of the way. Yeah, I come out into the the waiting room to tell all the friends and family, the baby's born. Oh, my God, you really got in there. No, no, that's just rib sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Terry's on the phone. Terry, you want to tell us about your delivery room experience?
3: We definitely
2: brought snacks. Um, I didn't go as far as, uh... Bringing beers like that uh, other guy there, but not as
1: brave as he is.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe not as smart as he is, Mm -hmm. but uh, I wish I had because I was able to sit down on a big leather couch and watch a full Jays game. (laughs) Yeah. So it would have been perfect to have uh, some beers, maybe a maybe a hot dog or two but that was the
1: thing um, that nobody told me beforehand like when i heard you're in labor i thought that your wife would be pushing and it would be like just action-packed for you know eight hours 10 hours 24 hours however long you're yeah. in there but so much yeah. of it is just waiting around
2: waiting and waiting
1: yeah when you're the guy
2: yeah i got a couple, of, yeah, <laughs> got a couple of naps in A full days came so
1: uh but yeah the beers that would have who won terry
2: uh, actually it was the Jays. It was in, when they were in the playoffs in 2015, so... Oh, cool. It ...worked out really well.
1: So yeah, you don't want to miss well. that.
2: No, that's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> See you, buddy. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, Taz, how you doing? Good, what's going on? Good,
3: good. I was just listening to your show here about uh, some, of the, some of the crazy things people are doing in the delivery room.
1: Yeah.
3: I, uh, I got one that I'll make to ask. Okay. Yeah, my, uh... My wife, when she was uh, in delivery, you know that song, remember, War? What uh. right, uh, is it good yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, Nothing, say it yeah, again. That's, that's, that's right, yeah. So right as she was about to uh, push, right, I went, War! And I pointed at her. She wasn't very happy
4: about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that,
3: that.
1: laughs> what is it good no for, for yeah, yeah. For?
3: That's, that, and that's what happened she looked at me and said do you want to leave <laughs> yeah yeah she thinks it's funny now but it uh, wasn't at the time
1: talking about this guy in India whose wife uh filed a legal complaint against him because she didn't realize he was bald until after they got married and then he took off the uh the wig and said, "Surprise!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Took it off, milady. Dipped it to her.
1: <laughs> Hung it on the uh, on the hat rack as he walked <laughs> into their their honeymoon
0: suite. Yeah, just looks like a sleeping possum up there.
1: I I said, and and this is not just because I'm a bald guy. I said there's a lot of false advertising that goes on before you get married, mm-hmm. and women are guilty of enhancing parts of their body. So why should this guy be punished because he? had a toupee on, um, and I brought up the chicken cutlets. And I thought everyone knew what that meant, but apparently not. Uh, We got a text message here. Taz and Jim, what the F are you guys talking about (laughs) with chicken cutlets? Hammer Manny, did you know what I was talking about?
5: I'm not going to lie. I didn't. Uh, But I love chicken cutlets.
0: (laughs) Jim, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, we've talked about this before, and I think I don't know if we coined the phrase, but it's exactly what they no, look like. We didn't coin
1: the phrase because if you search for them online, this is what women call them they there's little uh pieces of silicone they look like chicken cutlets they really do like chick look like chicken breasts that you just pulled out of the package and uh the women use them to enhance their their chest area.
0: Yeah. They put them in their bra and it lifts everything up and gives them a little boost. Or sometimes if they're going braless, it uh makes it look smoother. They put them over top of the the nips. So that no- <laughs> That's part of it too. <laughs> as I'm trying to. Those are called things. pasties. Oh yeah, but they're chicken cutlet-esque too. Are there chicken cutlet pasties? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they're not, that. They're not as big, but they're the same material. Uh-huh. Same, same color. Yeah. Just a little Manny, smaller.
1: you're you're the single guy out on the dating scene. I'm glad we could tell you about this.
0: Yeah, I'm
5: gonna I'm definitely gonna look for that now. I am mean, well, probably not. <laughs> yeah. What did I do? Next time he takes off a of bro. Let, oh me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. It's good to know.
1: Taz and Jim's night noises. You record your partner making some weird noises in the middle of the night while they're sleeping, and it could win you a prize pack from Sleep Country a sleep set with contour pillows, Egyptian pillowcases, and uh, a, uh, a sheet set as
0: well. Jim, who do we have today? This is Melanie Carrier's husband. She sent a note along with her email. Finally, I can do something with these recordings I have of my husband between the talking, giggling, and snoring. It's a surprise I can get any sleep at all. Enjoy. There you go. That's
4: right i <laughs> uh, There we go. let yeah. try. You know what? <laughs> I, just, it uh, it, oh, I don't know what it
0: I can't tell if it's a guy sleep-talking or my buddy Drew at 3 in the morning. (laughs) He sounds like my drunk friend. Couple whiskeys in (laughs) him.
4: There you go. (laughs) Drew, you need to go to bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell anything he's saying in that, but there is one brief... Thing, well, almost... we
1: know that he's really cracking himself up. From the <laughs> sounds of it, he's really enjoying whatever he is saying to
0: himself. Yeah, like he's telling a joke at a bar or something. Uh-huh, and then
1: he seemed to be singing for a second there as well. <laughs>
4: there you we go. Gonna... Let's <laughs> There you go. Let's You know what? <laughs> <laughs> it it... oh, I don't know what is... <laughs>
1: It's Melanie's husband, but we didn't know his name. Uh, It's Zach, and he joins us here. (laughs) Hi, Zach.
2: Hey, guys. Uh,
1: What is it like to hear yourself making those night noises on the radio?
2: It's pretty messed up. i got to be honest with you. Have you been talking in your sleep
1: your whole life, or is this something that's new?
2: I think it's something I've kind of done my whole life. I don't know. You'd have to ask my mom that, but I think it's like... uh, It's one of those things. I wake up pretty grumpy, and I never realized I had that much
0: fun in my dream. (laughs) Yeah, you seem like the happiest guy ever. Yeah. Do
1: you know what you were saying? Could you understand yourself?
2: No, I have no idea, but I guess it's a repetitive thing. It's kind of the same conversation every night. Every night you do this? A lot of nights, yeah, a lot of nights. Sometimes I'm a pretty heavy snorer, but other times I'm in... uh, I'm in theme mode, I
1: think. I'd take Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky over yeah. snoring next yeah. to me if I yeah, had to. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a real <laughs> joy to be around. <laughs> no, I mean, like, so you can't, you can't remember what you're dreaming about? You wake up? No recollection of any of it?
2: No, I wake up kind of grumpy. Didn't realize I had that happy
0: of a sleep. And are you a singer in real life? I am. Name this tune. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> any idea nothing no idea right, zach congratulations you got a sleep set from a friends at sleep country thank you for your night noises Thanks. you we've got some mask news here <laughs> Everybody's talking about masks. They're so hot right now. I'm surprised that we haven't seen a headline like this uh, yet this year. A bank teller tells a guy to put a mask on because you have to. You're in the bank. Protect mm-hmm. yourself against COVID-19. Put on put on a mask, please, sir. So he puts on a mask and then proceeds to rob the bank. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, wearing a mask, they'll
1: never know who it is. Fallbrook, California on Saturday, a guy went into Chase Bank. Teller said, put that mask on. I go, hey, okay, whatever you say. He took some cash, ran off. But here's the uh, issue for this guy. Since he didn't want to wear his mask when he went into the bank in the first place, they've got high-definition security (laughs) video of his face. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to think. Was he... Was he going to rob the place either way and realize he, he didn't want to like, hurt anybody with, uh, with the germs? Or he robbed it out of spite. Yeah, which what came first? I think he was going to rob it either way, maybe. He was going to rob it. He didn't have
1: a gun. He was going to use COVID as his weapon. <laughs> he starts coughing on yeah. tellers. Give me money or I'll start coughing on you. Mm-hmm. Here's another interesting story about masks. <laughs> This Elmer, Ontario debacle keeps snowballing. There was a, uh, a freedom rally planned, or some, many calling it an anti-mask rally, because I don't think they were planning on wearing masks at mm, this thing. Probably not. Um, so Elmer, Ontario declared a state of emergency to prevent the unlawful gathering and protect the citizens from... Uh, spreading COVID-19. Everyone's frustrated down there, understandably. Everyone's frustrated everywhere. We get it. Well, now there is a protest group leaving Toronto on Saturday to drive to Elmer, Ontario to make the protest
0: even larger. This is their battleground. You don't, you don't join something that's already a state of emergency. I feel like they were, they were overreacting with the state of emergency, but now it's becoming like a bigger state of emergency. You're proving them right by
1: traveling down the, the highway to Elmer, Ontario from Toronto. <sighs> yeah, so what do you do? It's a, they've already said you can't gather. They've got people coming in from out of town. Are they going to have to block the roads off mm-hmm.
0: around Elmer on the weekend? Maybe. Because now this is just going to take taxpayer money to pay police overtime. It's just going to be a big waste of money. Drive the line.
1: We're taking our protest and hitting the road to Elmer, Ontario, to support Pastor Henry Hillebrandt and his fellow Canadian patriots in Elmer, Ontario.
0: Oh, so this is the same guy who was getting in trouble for having the congregation in the parking lot with their vehicles earlier right. that was getting shut down, too. hmm mm. We got a couple calls coming in here. Hey, what's going
1: on?
4: Hey, Taz and Jim. I live in Elmer. And? (laughs) It's not all of us who want this to
1: happen. I know it's not. It's a group of people who don't want to follow the rules. They want to protest.
4: It's awful. It it already happened one
2: time.
1: Would you say the majority of the town is against this protest?
4: Yes.
1: And what are the COVID numbers like in Elmer? We
4: had a bit of an outbreak about a month or two ago. Um, because some communities were gathering when they shouldn't have. But um, right now I'm pretty sure we're, like, in Elmer itself, less than two, like, if that.
1: And what do you think when you hear that uh, people are going to be rolling into town from Toronto?
4: It's awful. And from what I hear, there's some crowds coming to uh, protest against this protest, too, which is just bringing more people.
1: It's like Elmer has become the battleground. For yeah. wearing masks and COVID-19.
4: Yeah, will we stay at home on Saturday? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll be in the basement till Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you and good luck.
3: Thanks,
1: bye. Hey, it's Taz and Jim.
3: Hey, how are you?
1: Good, what's going on?
3: I was just listening to the radio and you mentioned about Elmer. I'm from Elmer and we're all kind of ticked off with Church of God.
1: You're not, you're not taking part in the protest on Saturday either.
3: Oh, uh, no, <laughs> I'm not. But they're
4: giving Elmer a bad name. And for people who go to church, they're also giving the churchgoers a bad name. So
1: what are your plans then on Saturday?
4: I'm going for a ride. I don't
3: want to be anywhere near Elmer. I guess
1: uh, a lot of people listen to us in Elmer, Ontario, Jim. There is an anti-mask rally planned there Saturday. And it seems to be getting bigger and bigger. Now uh, a group out of Toronto say they're going to travel to Elmer to participate. Apparently there's a counter protest as well. It's getting a little bit out of hand. Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim.
3: Hi. Good morning. You're going to have our entire town calling you this morning. <laughs> hey, Almer, Represent. Hi. What's going on? Hey, this is, this is Mike. I'm calling you. I do live in Elmer. I work in London. Uh, I am the host of the Santa Claus Parade, of all things. So, (laughs) yeah, this is really putting a a black eye on our whole town. Um, The people coming from Toronto, there's another uh, organized meeting at the Flying J on Highway 4 coming. And now um, there's a big bonfire planned the night before. So this is getting just a little bit. Uh, sorry for the term, but cultish. <laughs> uh, everyone
1: said that Almer was overreacting when they proclaimed a state of emergency. But you know. th- th- with a bonfire party and you know people coming in from three hours away, it sounds like maybe, <laughs> maybe they're right.
3: I think I just hope Jebediah isn't heard over the town loudspeakers that these people are coming into town, if you know what I mean. I
1: don't know what you mean.
3: Well, there was a movie back in there. It was called Children of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so no, please, this is really putting a dim view on our whole community. Please come shop. Support our local businesses. They're they're dying because of this. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm just glad I... But
1: wear you. a mask while you do it, right?
3: And Absolutely, and I think they should put signs up to these people. You're not allowed in our store unless you wear a mask, but we're going to take your temperature, and all we have is rectal thermometers, so... <laughs> Bend over!
0: This is this one, I don't know how you feel about this, Taz. 27-year-old woman in Mumbai, India. She married a 29-year-old guy in September... Not too long after, he revealed a terrible secret after their wedding. That he was secretly bald the entire time and had been wearing a hairpiece the entire time she'd known him. He he only revealed his, his true hair, the lack thereof, after their wedding day. And now she's uh, filing for divorce. <laughs> she's that upset. <laughs> so he, he was bald. He was wearing like a wig or a toupee or a hair system, as they Some call them. Some sort of system. You never. It's the technology is getting amazing these days. I love
1: that term. No, I do not wear a toupee. It's
0: a hair system. <laughs> <laughs> it's technologically advanced and it's sophisticated. Hair systems. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if it's as much about the being bald, which, you know, in some people's eyes may be a negative. Could be a deal breaker. But it's mostly the fact that you're lying. Mm-hmm. You know, like what if your wife was wearing a wig the whole time? Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. What? Because,
1: uh,. Everybody does this. It's not just bald guys. Okay. Women with their makeup mm-hmm. and their little chicken cutlets. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of false advertising that goes on. True. When you are dating. True, true. But this,
0: like, you know, the chicken cutlets come out. The true colors are always revealed (laughs) after the wedding. Yeah, but, I mean, to a certain extent, the chicken cutlets come out after a night of drinking, you know. Uh You see that. The makeup, the first time you take a shower with them, the makeup's gone. This has been the the long con. And, you know, if you're already gone this deep, why not just keep wearing the wig? Well, I don't know uh, what the... um...
1: In India, what the um, uh, the norm is if there's sex before marriage. Uh, Manny, in, in Hamilton, in the Y108 studios, uh, can you talk to us, Manny? Are you there?
5: Hey, boys. How's it going?
1: Hey. In India, do most people wait till after they're married to have sex?
5: So, from my understanding, it's usually marriage before sex. But I think times are changing because... Every time like I talk to uh, like my cousins back home they're telling me about their friends and like their relationships and it's it's really it's times are changing. Okay. So, yeah. So there is
1: a chance if the woman was enhancing certain areas there's a chance you'd
0: figure that out before the wedding night.
5: I uh, yeah, I would say so. I would hope so. <laughs> At least for me personally.
0: I thought you were saying to find out if he was bald or not. Like, is there a lot of hair pulling going on? So, Don't worry about having sex before marriage if you're, if you're worried you guys are bald. Go snorkeling together first. <laughs> go horseback riding without a helmet. Something to find out.
1: Yeah. Uh, drive in a convertible. Rent a convertible yeah. for the weekend. Top down.
5: <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's a great idea.
1: <laughs> well, I wonder legally how this is going to go for the woman is Is the guy gonna be um, on the hook
5: for anything because he lied about having hair? I don't know, honestly, man, it it's starting to become, at least for me personally, my personal experience too. I find that a lot of the stories I hear from like India back home. it's a lot like uh, Florida man, I guess you could say. Where it's just something new in the headline, it just, <laughs> it doesn't even surprise you anymore. It's just like, all right, okay, let's go with this, I guess. You're <laughs> saying there's a lot of
1: India man stories out there. Uh,
5: yeah, I would say definitely my mom
0: uh, is the source of it all for me.
5: <laughs> so, yes.
0: But the the police are taking it seriously, Taz, if you're wondering. They're looking at fraud charges, potentially. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am glad that
1: I revealed the truth to my wife before we got married. I don't want to lose half my stuff over a hair system. (laughs) (laughs) Let's check in, see how things are going with the U.S. presidential election. Too Too close to call. 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 Okay, thank you. (laughs) Good to know. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you know if anything changes down there. Um, There's going to be a big party in Oregon when uh, they finally (laughs) announce the winner of the election. Hard drugs decriminalized.
0: Yeah, in the state.
1: Yeah. Reducing amounts of misdemeanor drug possession to a non-criminal violation on par with a traffic event, people with small amounts of drugs, including heroin, cocaine, meth, ecstasy, LSD, uh, and Oxy will get a ticket and face a $100 fine, have the option of being screened for substance abuse disorders.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess that goes with the harm reduction mentality that uh, you know you're just lo- loading these people up in prison for small possession. It's not mm-hmm. helping anybody. I also heard that they legalized like fully legalized uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. Apparently, apparently they're going all out. Which is, that that'll probably be the next thing legalized in Canada. They say. Well, too. if you
1: go to Amsterdam, you can walk around. And they've got little like kiosks selling magic mushrooms. Yeah. Along the canals in Amsterdam, along with the, the marijuana pot shops so that you can stop in, smoke a joint, and then head over to the Red Light District. You know, do as whatever, you do. Do
0: whatever you do want to sure. do there. and Watch a soccer game, I think, is right.
1: you do. Yeah. When I went to, to Amsterdam, what was that, 14, 15 years ago? That was Crazy. It's like, oh my goodness! Look at all this stuff that's legal here. It was ahead of the curve, yeah. yeah. Definitely a trend center setter over there. Well, you look now at all the states down in the U.S. that have legalized marijuana. You got Arizona, New Jersey, South Dakota, Montana. In this uh, this past vote, they had on the ballot, should we legalize marijuana? And they have all decided to do just that. And on the phone right now, we've got Trudy, who heard the news of all these states legalizing weed. And you've got a tribute poem you would like to share with us here.
4: Yes, I do. Let's hear it. I planted a seed. I watched it grow. How God does it, I'll never know. Leaf by leaf it grew so tall. Knife in hand I watched it fall. I dried the leaves with loving care. Stems and seeds, there's none to spare. The paper's stiff and clean and white. Talent made the rolling right. I lit a match. The night had begun. The plant won't last to see the sun. I inhaled deeply, it soothed my throat. Two more tokes, I began to float. All I asked was, give me more. My eyes were bright, a dazzling red. Another toke, they left my head. I laughed and laughed without a cause. I laughed and laughed without a pause. Just in time, the plant was gone, for it was now the break of dawn. I lay my roach clip down to rest, because he had helped me smoke the best. But before I left the world to dream, I thanked the Lord for leafy green very nice and you wrote that poem i wrote it in grade 12 and i got a hundred percent but i got zero because of content (laughs)
1: what (laughs) so the composition was excellent but the the teacher did not want to uh support or enable your habit
4: exactly wasn't legal then (laughs) it is now how old are you now 60 wonderful 61
1: and was it wonderful. a pretty big deal when 60 wonderful. Yep. It must have been a pretty big deal for you when Canada legalized it then. Oh yes. Trudy, we're gonna give you an A plus on that. A hundred percent, okay?
4: Thank you very much, guys. Excuse me, I gotta get this right. Lime
3: dog faced pony soldier.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he was only a good vice
3: president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass you should go out and vote but biden and his son are stone cold crooked and you know it will you who shut is up, on, man? listen who is on your list joe keep yapping man Let the people understand joe
5: it's the u.s show 2020. i mean it's the end of the u.s i mean it's the uh, 2020 presidential election Ugh. still going on folks
1: Jim, you told us yesterday about the guy who placed a $5 million bet on Donald Trump to win the election. How do you think he's feeling right now?
0: Pretty nervous, right? <laughs> he was a British guy, too. Didn't have too much at stake other than his money. Yeah. You know, really.
1: Really, really forced his way into the si- caring about <laughs> yeah. the situation. What are you doing, man? Um... Yeah, election night, you had a lot of poll numbers coming back very positive for Trump. But then, as expected, mail-in ballots, tons of them going Biden's way. Uh, Donald Trump was basically telling his supporters before the election not to trust the mail and do not send in mail-in ballots. Could come back to bite them here. Betting websites around the world have actually started paying out if you... Uh, bet on biden to become the next president although it's not official it's not there yet you may want to collect your money asap because this thing's been swinging back and forth just in case
0: just yeah that's you know i would rather trust the gambler guys who set these odds and 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 whatever who's running it in vegas than the cnn analyst or the fox analyst because these guys have more at stake right yeah
1: forget the polls that the, the news places go-to. You gotta go to the guys who have the real money on the line. And look at the football uh, lines that they set every week. It, the games are always between like one and two points off of what they say it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah,
0: it's almost psychic.
1: Yeah. My favorite guy yesterday, I don't know if you see, saw this dude, he was in Nevada. I got in that. Clark County. And <laughs> he interrupted. So they've got a guy talking about the process, where they are in the vote tally. And this dude decided to run up and just interrupt the proceedings. He's wearing a T-shirt, no sleeves. The T-shirt says,
0: Barbecue, Beer, Freedom. <laughs> this guy's got his priorities right.
3: The now. biden family steal the election! The is covering it up! The biden family steal this election! The is covering it up! The biden family steal this election! The is covering up. We want our freedom for the world. Give us our freedom, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's covering up this election. He's stealing
0: it. <laughs> and I was told there'd be free barbecue. Where's the barbecue?
1: He's a member of barbecue On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People get so passionate, so invested in this. And they, they just attach themselves and their worth. To one candidate. I, I find that not as many people do that in this country. Yeah, I think we're all reluctantly voting for anybody. Yeah, and you got to realize that. You know, you can't trust anybody and nobody's perfect.
0: Yeah, and the politicians generally don't care that much about you, so don't get too invested in them either. But
1: this guy, like, if
0: it wasn't for politics, he looks like a fun dude that I'd like <laughs> to hang out with. That's why you don't talk to uh, talk about politics to your neighbors. Right. Because like, half the time you would get along with these people. We've
1: got three common interests that I know of. Yeah. Well, four. Not wearing sleeves on shirts, love it. For sure. Barbecue beer and freedom i love all of those things <laughs> and if it wasn't for uh, for politics i'm yeah. sure he and i would just have a great time
3: the media is covering up the Biden crime family steal this election the media is covering up the Biden crime family steal this election
1: hey uh this is interesting news
3: I saw a
2: tiger.
3: Now I understand i saw a tiger
1: a couple of the stars of Tiger King have just signed a deal to star in a pornography film. Any guesses which one? Please be the guy with no teeth. Please be the guy with no teeth. It's not the guy with no teeth. It is. It would be interesting to see just the tigers doing it, huh? like a
0: <laughs> nature documentary. Yeah, you could probably see that on National Geographic. But
1: it is Jeff and Lauren Lowe. Jeff Lowe and Lauren are the two people who took over the zoo uh, from Joe
0: Exotic. Somehow they became the worst people in the show.
1: They are going to be filming three scenes for the film. First scene is just the two of them going at it. The second scene is going to involve both of them and... The sexy nanny. Remember the sexy oh, nanny yeah. they hired. She's going to be in there for scene number two, and scene number three will be um Jeff, Lauren, and another man of Je- of Lauren's choosing. Jeff doesn't get oh, to choose. Yeah, so that's it could generous. be the, Could be the toothless guy.
0: <laughs> you know, I was, I was fingers crossed for Carol Baskin there for a second. You know, you no, know, it's another guy. Yeah. Oh,
1: you mean you thought Carol and Howard were going to make a movie yeah, together? Yeah, they seem like, you know, sometimes it's the people you
0: least expect. They do like dressing up. <laughs> yeah. Bust
1: out some of those kooky costumes that they like to yeah, wear. Yeah.
0: She would be doing a lot of pawing at the camera. He's dressed as a caveman for some reason, <laughs> he's hunting a saber tooth.
1: Oh, Jeff Lowe. The guy looks like his, his veins are 90% filled with Viagra and Monster Energy drink. And the big question is, will he take off the do-rag and hat?
0: <laughs> no way he will.
1: He's, you wouldn't g- recognize him. He's going to be buck naked and just have that hat on? the yeah. flat, brim, flat brim hat, little goatee. It's is like that a tell- hot look,
0: ladies? That's yeah. <laughs> like telling uh, Ron, uh, oh, what's his name? Ron Burgundy? <laughs> Who's the guy with the mustache? I, I screwed it up. Ron Burgundy? No, no. What's the. Can we wrap the this up? Oh, I, oh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Yeah,
1: not Ron Burgundy. That's
0: like telling Ron Jeremy to shave off his mustache. You would not recognize who it was. It's like telling Ron Jeremy to shave his back. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? Who's this guy?
1: What happened to the hedgehog? <laughs> so, if you are a Tiger King aficionado, and you also love pornography. There's uh, the story of the day for you. Jeff and Lauren Lowe are about to uh, star in a an X-rated film together. Hamilton police have put out a statement saying that you don't have to worry about somebody knocking on your front door and then when you open the door, them pepper spraying you in the face. <laughs>
0: Thank God.
1: Just in case you were wondering. Now, the reason...
0: They put this statement out. Apparently, I haven't seen it. Have you seen the video, Jim? I tried finding the post, the original post that started the hysteria, but I was unable to. Yeah, there was something
1: online, a video um, that made it look like there's somebody going around knocking on doors. And then when the homeowner opens the door, the pepper spray comes out. But Hamilton police say they have not. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Really getting in there with the spray. (laughs) Right up the nose. <laughs> yeah, you give a little blast there. Uh, Hamilton police saying they have not heard from any victims and that this video is not real.
0: Yeah. I saw there's been a lot of rumors flying around, a lot of articles debunking it as well. One was claiming that it was uh, somebody selling chocolate. And then another one was com- claiming that, like selling chocolate to door. Another was claiming it was a girl guide. So, like, things are spiraling out of control.
1: Those girl guides are getting nasty. <laughs> Imagine. They are resourceful, right? Well, yeah. They have a quota to meet with those cookies. If they don't sell enough, they got to
0: find a way to motivate the buyers. Somebody's got to pay for those <laughs> those uh, berets. <laughs> but the good news is
1: it's not actually happening. And Unless somebody hears this and gets inspired, which we hope they don't. Mm-hmm. People in Hamilton are not randomly
0: getting pepper sprayed at their front door. I wonder if it was just a troll who started it or if there was like a game of telephone amongst neighbors and it just spiraled there to control until somebody posted it online. Have you been pepper sprayed before? No, not even close. My sister has, my brother-in-law. When you're in law
1: enforcement, they make you get pepper sprayed as part of the training.
0: Hmm. Well, a lot of the times when the police try to pepper spray somebody, it comes back and hits them in their own face.
1: Right, which is why you need to know what the sensation feels like, apparently. I think it's just more like an initiation thing <laughs> for cops. They film it. I had to do it. You're doing it too. <laughs> Not a pleasant experience, from I what can I hear. Yeah. The closest I think I've ever been to being pepper sprayed was when we were in that, uh, that hot wing. Challenge, Jim, mm-hmm. the final wing we ate. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure it was just coated with pepper spray. <laughs> just to season it up a little bit. Well, I forgot to wash my hands after and took my contacts out. And I was drinking that night, too, so I couldn't figure out why my eyes were burning, but it was I was on the bathroom floor. <laughs>
1: Jim forgot to wash his hands. He took his contacts out. He had a pee in the toilet. (laughs) He's burning up top. He's burning down (laughs) low. The next day, burning around back.
0: Turns out I waited 48 hours to wash my hands. I'm disgusted.
1: Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or... Subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.